Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Carol Tuttle Child Whisperer Show. For the next hour, be prepared to be blown away as Carol shares some amazing tips and how-tos that are guaranteed to revolutionize your parenting experience. Each week, Carol brings her creative, hands-on approach to parenting using the unique model of child whispering, her vast knowledge of natural healing methods, and her passion and drive to help you become the best parent you can be. Carol is the mother of five grown children who all turned out to be pretty amazing people and are now becoming parents of their own, giving Carol the chance to become an even better grandparent. Welcome to today's show. Hello, welcome to the Child Whisper Show. It's good to have you with me. I'm excited for today's interview. I am talking to a mom that after she learned about her children's energy profile and understood them from the perspective of being a child whispering parent, she made some, um, which I think are some significant and life-changing decisions to homeschool not all of her children, but most of them. And you'll be meeting Stacy this morning in an interview that I recorded a little bit earlier. Stacy's a busy mom, of course, with five children, and she was gracious enough to give me some of her time. And I'm really excited for you to hear this interview because you're going to learn about her process of making this decision um, and learn about how she now is using this information of understanding her child's her children's nature to give them a beautiful experience in their homeschooling efforts. So before we get into the interview today, a few announcements. I, this, uh, for those of you who are listening to the live show or within the first few days of the live show, I will be in New York City this Saturday on March, that will be March 29th, and I will be doing a meet and greet and that will be hosted from 3 to 4 p.m. on Saturday. Let me give you the address. I'll be at the Residence Inn on the uh, mid, Mid-Manhattan. I got the address right here. It's the Residence Inn, New York, um, Manhattan, Midtown East, 148 East, 48th Street. I'll just be in the lobby to say hello to you. If you'd like to get a picture, have me sign your books. I'd love to meet you. I'm actually en route to go to Iceland. My husband and I are going there. It's on our bucket list to see the Northern Lights. It's his birthday on the 31st, and this was my gift to him to travel to Iceland, and we have to go through New York. Um, We leave out of JFK Sunday night, so we decided why not spend the weekend in New York City, and we'll be there and wherever. Um, I try and make myself available for those of you in different parts of the world so I can say hello and thank you and and greet you. I will also be um, in Auckland, New Zealand on May, let me look at that date for sure, May 15th. I'll be doing a meet and greet that will be on a Thursday at the Sky, Sky City Grand Hotel from, I think my time there is 7 to 8 p.m. Don't, don't, don't quote me on the time. We'll be I'll get a I'll get the times for sure. They'll be, be we're posting it on Facebook. You can always email support at liveyourtruth.com to find out um, the specifics if you need an address. And then I'll also be in Sydney, Australia, on May 17th at the 
Marriott in Sydney. I'll give you more details about that, but that will be an evening meet and greet as well. So look forward to those. Um, if I want to make sure all of you know, some of you may not know this, the most list, means of listening, the most common means of listening to the Child Whisper podcast is through iTunes. So if you have a device that you can download this, you can subscribe to it on iTunes. You just have to do a search for Carol Tuttle in the iTunes store, and you're going to find the podcast that you can subscribe to. And it's the easiest way to access this. Um, that it download, You can even set it up so it automatically downloads to your phone or your, um, your tablet, whatever device you're using. And then your busy mom, listen to the show, and you can have it in your car, you can take it with you. There's a lot of um, ways to listen to it. So make sure you're, you've got that convenience set in place. You can also follow me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the child whisper, and join our four groups. You can become a member of the private groups. There is one for each of the four types of children. And then I'm on Instagram, um, Dressing Your Truth. And Carol Tuttle. We have two accounts on Instagram. You can follow me on both. And, of course, I've got other Facebook pages as well, my Carol Tuttle page and my Dressing Your Truth page and my Dressing Your Truth for Men's page. So social media is a big part of our outreach to support you in the community, and we love doing it. So join us in one of these or all of these places. I will not be doing a live show next week. Um, so it's a good chance to listen to one of the recorded shows. Lots of amazing content in the archives. And make sure you take some time to connect with the Child Whisperer blog. Some great new posts on that. I'm not going to give any more time to announce since I want to get into this interview. I will not be taking live callers today. You can call into the show live in two weeks. On April 8th, I will be taking live callers on April 8th, but you can also send the questions to parenting at liveyourtruth.com. No, parent. <laughs> yeah, that's it. All no. right, I want to get into this interview because it's so valuable. It's about 50 minutes. Um, enjoy it. Thank you for listening today and for all of you that homeschool. Yeah, I want to say up front, I don't, it's a personal experience, a personal choice, what's correct for you and your family and your children. You'll learn that from my interview today. I don't have a preference for either. I don't think one's better than another. Um, it's a personal choice. I support whatever. If you're supporting your child and living true to their nature and they're learning, and they're learning an educational experience, they're able to learn true to their nature, then that's what's most important, not the place they do it. So with that, let's start today's show. Enjoy the show, and I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Well, it's a real pleasure to have my homeschooling mom as my guest today, Stacy, who is the mother of five children between the ages of eight and fifteen. And a couple of interesting um, side notes about Stacy: she Stacy's a type two. And she would say she has a, a, de, a, a highly developed type 3. And we'll chat about that for, in our interview, about how it's made a difference for her to know about her type 2 nature. I've known Stacy for a few years, and she started homeschooling a year ago 
when energy profiling became a real factor in making that decision. And I'm excited to talk her share her experience um, in our interview today because not all of her kids homeschool, and I think that's an important consideration that uh, it's it's not an all or nothing choice that that it's the best um, education option for all of your kids. And so it'll be fun to learn about how she knew that and how she's gone through that process of supporting her children. But welcome, Stacy. Hi. Thank you I for having me, Carol. Well, I really appreciate it. you are a busy mom, and so the fact that you, you you're willing to that you've cleared a little bit of time in your day to be able to do this is, um, I really appreciate it because I know a lot of listeners will benefit from our topic today. So let's just start with sharing, if you would, the age of your children and their type and, it, you know, whether they're a son or a daughter. Okay. My oldest is um, 15, almost 16, and she is a type 3. I have a 13-year-old um, daughter who is a type 4. I have 10-year-old twins, a boy and a girl. My daughter is a type 2, and my son is a type 4. And then my youngest is 8 years old, and um, he's a boy and is a type 4. Okay, so that's interesting in itself right there. So which child, which which of your children are not homeschooling right now? My oldest, um, my type 3 daughter, is in public high school. And um, for her, public school has been the best thing for her. She's very competitive and is an athlete. And so um, for her, that's just she thrives in that environment, that competitive environment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Grade A student in honors classes, um, and she she loves school. Yeah. So the other kids, the other four, it's interesting as I look at their profiles, they're all leading with a lower movement. You know, you've got um, three type four children, all with different secondaries, as you've told me, which you've noticed that makes them very different in their how they express their type four, that secondary influence, and then your type two daughter, which one might conclude, well, these kids are easy to homeschool because <laughs> they all just do their homework. You know, <laughs> they just get the job. They just and, – and I don't know. I haven't talked to a homeschooling parent of a type one child, you know. Um, there's other reasons to homeschool. But, but what was your reason? Why did you decide to homeschool? Because – as you've shared with me, you haven't, it's been about a year. What was going on that you even started to even, because now I know you're a type two. I don't think it was a quick decision. No, it wasn't. In fact, I, I read the Child Whisper book, um, and it was a month or so after that that I actually went to um, my younger children's parent-teacher conference. And in one of the conferences, I actually just started crying, um, difficult mm -hmm. to my type two nature, um, mm -hmm. because I it just clicked it, it clicked with me that um, my ten year old twins um, they were in different classrooms at the time, and um, they both have um, 
maybe had their own challenges as far as in school that weren't necessarily aligned with um, it's what the public school system referred to as challenges and kind of were getting labels put on them that when I realized it clicked with me, I was like, this is my children's unique gifts coming out here and they're wanting mm-hmm. them to change. And um, for my type 2 daughter, um, she is a very hard worker. She wasn't a discipline problem, but they were saying she's slow and she's not processing oh. things quick enough. And um, being a type 2 myself, it reminded me of when I was a child and I saw myself in her and um, just saw her working, 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 and she was building anxiety, trying to get all this work done and and do it well. But then at the same time, she just needed a little more time to process sure. the information. Sure. She was trying to connect everything together, and she was getting bombarded with more and more work to do because it was being interpreted that she wasn't understanding or she wasn't, you know, uh, they saw, yeah, they saw that as a weakness in her and, and they did, yeah, like you said, which is like classic child whisper aha moments for parents to say, there's nothing wrong with my child. In fact, this right. is, like you said, this is their gift. This is what, what they excel in. Right. Um, I mean, she's... Did you try and convey that period in that parent-teacher conference? Did you try and convey that at all? the teacher um like did you did you attempt to correct what you knew was a myth in the public school experience before you made this decision oh yeah in fact that was a whole year before i started public before i started homeschooling it okay it was kind of the catalyst that got me looking and observing um both of my children on the flip side my type four one son her her twin he was he is a higher functioning type four. That he has a high secondary one, and so he, he, you know, some of the things that were coming out with him was um, his uh, his energy, you know, his higher movement, and needing mm-hmm. to have that release of not. Um, and and I think a lot of boys, especially at that age, they were around eight years old. Um, mm-hmm you know, need that time to get out and run and be kids and and get that energy out. But sitting and being, in bo- it was getting bottled up. And so, mm-hmm. again, it I just started processing things and realizing that's, I think, the child whisper and reading that book empowered me to realize that I'm my kid's parent and I'm, I'm my kid's mom and I can make decisions that I know what's best for them and um, I started recognizing that I knew it was best. And no longer, when the teacher was telling me, well, you need to do this or this, or your child needs to do this, this, I started saying, well, no, you know, my, this, these are great gifts in my children. And my daughter, you know, she needs more time to process this information. Or, and she was, there was a few other things that she was coming home just venting about all the way home from school. And, so we talked about it, and the teachers were very open to to trying different things, but they, at the same time, there's only so much that they can do. They have a classroom full of kids, and right, and um, you know, so the what state? What state do you live in? I live in Georgia, 
And okay. um, we have great public schools where we live, and um, I have, you know, I have nothing against the school system itself, and we had great teachers yeah. as well. Um, but, again, those things um, started getting me on the track of looking into homeschooling, and, and really it was to empower me to be my kid's mom and to make mm-hmm. the decisions that's best for them individually and mm-hmm. what I can offer them. And as a type two, of course, I asked hundreds of questions to anyone I could that I knew that homeschooled. I mm-hmm. had doubts of my ability to be able to do mm-hmm. it. Um, you know, my own education came to mind. You know, can I really teach my kids? Or mm-hmm. And um, it was a it was a process. That even so, I wanted my kids to have a decision in too, and they we yeah, talked about it. Yeah, that was actually my net. That was my next question was, now you've got your children to consider. They're old enough to have a conversation about this, and then you also have your husband. Tell us right. a little bit about that process. Well, um, so we've been talking about it for for many months. We kind of planted seeds um, and open dialogue about it, and um, my. It, we actually started public school this last year um, in August, and um, for my type four 13-year-old, she was in eighth grade, and over the summer she was one that had said, "I would." She's like, "I will never be homeschooled. I will, you know, I will never do that," and seemed completely happy with school. Well, second week of school, and she just her whole demeanor was just. Um, really, I could tell she was upset, she was agitated, um, and I, I one day, just one morning, I stopped her and said, what is the matter? You are snapping at everyone. What's going on? You do not seem happy. What can we do? You know, is there something I can do to help you? And and she looked at me and she said, I want to be homeschooled. And I said, hmm. okay. <laughs> And so I she realized, had, so you when that school year started, she was the one that was still she had chosen not to homeschool, but the other younger three were you admit and that they no they, they were in school as well, they were in school okay. as well um and but she was the first the first one two weeks in and and um so um i trans i said great because <laughs> she was in eighth grade and She's a type four. She's more mature. Um, mm-hmm. She's just. She had asked. She would follow up with things with her teachers, and she was not. She was not feeling respected by her peers right. and 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 her teachers. And it was bringing her home. It was and it put her schoolwork um, where she's the authority of it. She mm-hmm. is in complete authority of herself and um, scheduling it and getting it done and working on it at her own pace as well. So mm-hmm. if she wants to go quicker on something, she can. And if sure. she's not understanding, she can take more time to do it. Um, and then also in middle school, those are more difficult years where kids, you know, just taking that whole, the, the drama out of, her life that she just was not doing well with. Um, yeah. It, it was not yeah I'd say that, that can be a real issue for type 4 children in middle and high school, feeling the um, sort of the, the social, the cultural side of the experience where they don't 
and they really don't relate. And then they get very critical because they right. just feel like it's so stupid. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, and every day I had brought her, you know, come home and all the way home I'd hear it. I mean, she'd use the word stupid. So and so so stupid. Yeah. And I it wasn't that they were <laughs> not using it to to be demeaning to them. It was how she was feeling, you know, it was more Yeah, no, that that that's the word of choice when they're highly frustrated and uh, yeah. like there's something amiss in their life. So, as you know, you know that. So that right. was like a red flag for you. You were like, oh, something's right. not working here. Okay, so she, well, you, and she, she was raised. highly well. critical at home, and which is what kind of made me realize something's, something's not right here. Let's, let's you know, yeah. see what we can do. And But it was her decision. You know, if I, it came to her decision, and it was so black and white in the decision, too. It was like, yeah. yep, this is what I want to do. When she made it, she wanted to move forward with it. Um, then my uh, a month, a few weeks later, so it was about a month into school, um, my two, my twins again, were actually, I had asked for them to be put in the same classroom this year. Um, they were, they had started fourth grade, and um, I, I had gone to the school to volunteer um, in my youngest son's classroom, and my daughter had found me throughout the day, and she, my type two daughter, she was in tears and just anxiety stricken. And mm-hmm. um, I, upon putting things together, I learned that the she had not completed um, some assignments that she, part of it was just a, a mistake on her part. It was an oversight, but it really wasn't a big deal. It was just a little bit of homework assignment that, Again, it was timed. It was a timed um, math practice fact that she was supposed to do 30 minutes, but she had written down 20 minutes because she also reads for 20 minutes. And so it was just mm-hmm. a, a, a little clerical error on her part. Um, and her, the teacher was making her stay on a recess to finish it, and she had to do it on the computer, and there wasn't enough computers, and she couldn't find a computer to use. And she was just completely stressed out that she had not, one, she's more of a perfectionist, so she was upset that she had not completed the assignment um, completely, you know, because it was just, it was a small mistake on her part Mm because she would have done it. Um, And two, she, there just, there wasn't, there wasn't a computer for her to use because all these other kids were being made to stay in and do work as well. And after studying and, and figuring out what was happening is these kids were just being presented with so much work that they really just didn't have time to finish it in class. It wasn't because they weren't, you know, paying mm-hmm. attention or being, you know, disobedient or something like that. They just were not, they they just did not have enough time, especially for someone like my type 2 daughter who needs a little extra time to process information. And then I also found out that the like on the computer, if she was reading, if she did not read to a certain ability, it actually kick her out and make her do more work. And so it was just piling more and more work on top of her, mm-hmm. and it was she was feeling anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it it did bother me though that they got one twenty minute recess a day, and when I saw all these kids, you know, more than half the class being kept in every day to 
finish work because they needed to keep up because they were, you know, otherwise the teacher was like, they're falling behind. Um, but they were missing out on a break <laughs> to go and mm-hmm. relieve, you know, you know, play and, and um, relax and have some time to, to be a child. Yeah. And then, of yeah. course, then coming home and then they have homework to do. And it was just starting to be this battle where my kids who loved to go to school didn't want to go to school. And, and that, so in her case, did you present the homeschooling option to her and she said? I, yeah, I, I went and talked to the teacher first, trying to to remedy the situation, and the teacher really wasn't giving me any other, um, you know, I asked yeah. her, what, what else can we do? Because this this is not, an, you know, this is not acceptable for, for both, either of my kids, because I found that my son had also had had to stay in and do work at, on some days, and and again, he really needs to be able to get out and and get that energy. Yeah. Out. And so um, she just could not offer me um, or give me any other um, yeah solution. Well, like you said, like you said too, she's you know in her case it was probably problematic too because of what she had to what was required of her, you know. Right, and and so I just at that point my kids had come home. It had several things had transpired over that week, and my type two daughter always knew that homeschooling was was an option, and so she was asking for it. And then my son said, "Yes, I want to do this too. We do not want to go to school anymore." And at that point, um. I just knew I there were several I said there were several things that happened and I knew in my heart that I needed to have these experiences so that we could know for sure that this is it was the answer to our Yeah. To go forward and to try this. Um and so it I I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that we had that experience that we would know and that my kids would get that answer as well. And it was it was a very spiritual experience actually for me to just mm-hmm. to know in my heart. I was there was part of me that was terrified. I was scared to death, but like, you know, all those thoughts of am I gonna fail my kids? Can I do this? You know, they're gonna be home all day. I'm used to being home alone for several hours. When am I gonna get things mm-hmm. done? Um so and there was a lot of changes that took place in our house just in that week. And my husband was out of town for a month on business and um, and wasn't really oh, allowed wow. to help me make that decision. But, you know, through phone calls and, stuff, and he said, you, he, he put the decision on me that he would support me because yeah. I would be the one that would have to, to be accountable for it and yeah. to, to teach them and to do that. So, he, you know, he, he empowered me to say, to tell me that, I knew what was best and that he would support me in whatever decision I made. And so, and he also um, has, I don't know if he's read the full, the full Child Wicker book, but he has read your other books, the um, energy profiling book. So he's very aware of energy profiling. Yeah. Right. And he knows he's a type four and. Yes. Yes. Has that operating knowledge, so to speak. <laughs> right. And have conversations around this. And he knows all his children. But, so he, he's, he's enrolled in the understanding in a manner that he gets it. So Right. Well, let, let me ask you, um, okay, I'm going to get all right now that you're into this. Is it 
um, I'm really glad I did it and I love it, or, well, I really needed to do it and I'm making it work. Um, I, I, I mean, I do love it. Um, people ask me all the time, oh, is it hard? Um, you're a saint, you know, they make comments, you're a saint. There's all these kind of, there can be negative labels put on people that homeschool. And in some ways, I, I, I do love it. I find it less stressful. Um, okay. Now, it doesn't mean that sometimes, you know, not every day is perfect and there are days that are more challenging than others. Um, but overall, I feel like I have been empowered to be my kid's mom and I'm their teacher. Yeah. And I am allowed, we can go with the flow. As a type two, the height, to be able to know that, okay, it's okay today if we didn't complete this or, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. we just have to be able to look at the situation and say, what's the most important thing today? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the, and are the chil are the children are the children happy? Are they, they are. really enjoying their they're really thriving in this experience? They are. They are happy. I've had my um you know, I've had my ten year old twins both tell me on separate occasions, Mom, we're so thankful that you um will homeschool us. Um Oh, and, it just makes me yeah. want to cry. Yeah, no. Really, um, that's so sweet. Yeah, I think because they they still have friends that are in the public school, you know, in their classroom, sure. and they and and they have made the my type four son. He says, "Mom, I'm grateful that you know what to do to help us because my friends, their parents don't know. Their parents yeah. don't realize that they're struggling or." that they're having to stay in that recess for him. No, it's, that was what's interesting deal. is your your children know more about their friends because they understand the profiling and they understand it better than their friends' parents. <laughs> right. <laughs> they, they get it, you know. Well, let me, so it, now that you, you're in this and, and we're just, gonna, it's a given. We're not going to, I'm not even going to ask you has understanding their types made a difference. I'm going to, I'm going to assume the answer she has. So we're going to just, um, give us some, this is more of a broad look at, you know, what your knowing your children's profile, um, what does that look like on a day-to-day, -day you know, ex homeschool experience when you, up, you know, now that you have this insight of your children's nature? Well, I think it is... Um, you know, observing them um, as far as, you know, maybe it's their, atti you know, attitude for the day or um, what's going on with their lives and, you know, different things they have going on individually. And, mm -hmm. and having three type fours in the house all day mm -hmm. can, they, they can be very critical of each other. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So, and my type two can be very emotional. And when she's mm -hmm. got the type fours being very critical of her, that brings some out. So knowing that where some contention can kind of evolve, I am able, and because they know their types, we're able to talk about things. And um, when they're acting out in 
in ways that maybe seem as negative, it allowed me to be able to say, stop and say, what are they, what are they trying to tell me? Um, what is not working for them? How, why are they not feeling honored? Or is there, um, you know, wh- what's not working here? And, and rather than make it about myself, um, you know, or, or trying to push through and make them be a certain way, I can understand it and look at things. I just feel like I look at things through different glasses than maybe I would have yeah. before. Do you arrange your, um, like, there's, in selecting the curriculum and the schedule, does that, uh, how is knowing their type influence that um, management of that? Um, my uh, my oldest one is does an online program, and so she's uh-huh. completely on her own. And we, so I she's, self, in with she's her. self-managed. She self-manages her work. I I check in with her to, um, you know, just kind of see where she's at because she does she doesn't have a teacher necessarily telling her she has to have assignments in on any particular day. Um, right. So we just try to set goals at the beginning of the week of kind of she could finish she, high school by the time she she could be done with high school by the time she's sixteen. <laughs> She could. We've we've kind she of felt that if she wanted to, she could finish high school at the same time that my oldest daughter finishes high school. <laughs> um, she could, um, but you know, she can go at her own pace. So we just kind of check in. You know, I check okay, in. Okay, yeah, her and see, she's I very responsible. Let's talk about that for just a moment because she is self-managed, highly responsible, able to manage her own education process um, now that she has a system that's working, you know, with her online program. Um, it's easy to kind of, um, and you being a type 2, you're sensitive to this, of what does she still need from you, though? What are you noticing? It's like, look, I can't just, I, this child still needs me as her mother. So right. Give a, do you have a do you have an example of what that might look like, like an actual story or something, or where you you tuned into that, you know? Because they are so responsible, it's easy to just focus on other things, you know. Yeah, I with her, we have an an open dialogue together, and so we really can sit down and have conversations. She has a secondary too. Um, mm-hmm. So she is, um, so like I said, we, we I, I take moments, we do have a lot of kids, so I take whatever moment I can to pull her aside and have private one-on-one conversations. Okay, so you're making sure you're having regular conversations. Right. Yeah, which is, yeah. no, that's and what setting I'm saying. Right, Okay. And, and asking yeah. her, you know, again, what I teach in the Child Whisper is with a type 4 child, especially her age, is letting them be this, you know, come really kind of leading, directing on what their goals are, and then you showing up to support and, and then creating that partnership. Right. A lot of times I'm asking her, what I ask her, what do you need from me? What do you need from yeah. me this week? Or what can I do to, mm-hmm. to support you or help you? Or if there's a decision mm-hmm. to be made, um, you know, I letting her know I support you in whatever mm-hmm. decision you make, and mm-hmm. and allowing her to 
um, because if with her she will shut down um, and she won't say anything, um, and so you don't know what she's thinking if you get right. if she gets overwhelmed. So um, it's allowing her to kind of come to me for one, and I feel like she knows when I'm here and available yeah. for her. Yeah. But then also me doing my part of going to her and, and just reassuring her and letting her know, I'm here, what can we do this week um, when she does up, up, um, update her grades or she takes a test, it will email me and let me know there's been an update in the grade book. And if I notice I oh, haven't good. received any for a while, I will say to her, you know, where are you at? Um, how yeah. what do you need to complete the the lesson? Because sometimes she has gotten stuck on something, or she's unsure, and so then we need to arrange a tutor or, or get her some help. And and oh, so okay. um, that's cool. That just kind of that that's a gauge that I know too. Okay, is she progressing through this? Um, so that mm-hmm. that's kind of with her. Um, Again, she's older, and so um, mm-hmm. the work that she's doing it just allows her to be her own authority. And so she, so the other three, are they kind of? Are you working with them on more of a group basis? Right now, my other three, I do. Um, we do have a family school curriculum for um, four subjects: geography, science, literature, and. Um, I'm drawing a blank on the fourth one. Math? But English? No. Math, reading? <laughs> <laughs> history. There we go. Um, history, science, geography, and literature. Yes, history. Okay. So we do a, a family school curriculum where we can sit down and and um, we do a lesson together. Now, with okay. math and um, some more language arts work, you know, different language arts, I found that um, the math, doing math worksheets just did not work for one of my sons. He just Mm. does not like worksheets, and that's my type 4 one. And Mm. he loves things on the computer. So I was able to find a curriculum that is math online and, or their CDs, and it it has a teacher that teaches them. And um, instead of the quiz or the test, you know, is more of a, it's kind of like a, it's a game. It feels more like a game show, yeah. actually. Yeah. And um, they have fun with it. Um, and and I don't have to teach them, actually. It's actually relieved me of having that responsibility. And mm-hmm. it has a ability for me to go in and see, you know, it grades it for me and it allows me oh, to go cool. in yeah, and I see mean, how they're doing. I have to say this. The resources available in today's world for homeschooling support are, are rich and um, and and prolific. <laughs> yeah, know, there's so many really, curriculums really, out there. Yeah, yeah. The biggest challenge is, you know, as a type two, is making the decision. What is what? Yeah, is, really. What do I try? And and a lot of it was yeah. just asking other well, people what you use, what's worked for you. And, right, right. And, I think um, that's where where you're so connected through the Internet with forums and reviews and the, the ability to learn from other homeschoolers is on a really high level to, to, you know, to feel that there's 
you can really get the information you need, you know, to make right. decisions. Right, and a lot of them have demos. Um, so we're doing um, a, a reading program right now to help them with reading and being more efficient at reading um, and reading comprehension. And the program actually had a trial, so I let the kids try it out for, I think it was two weeks. Yeah. They got to try it out, and we tried it out for free to see if it if they liked it. And yeah. they really liked it, and they're having fun with it. And so we went ahead and, and got it, and, and that's mm-hmm. what they're using. Um, you know, sometimes I think it's a trial and error, you know, depending sure. on the child. Sure. Um, well, I have three more questions for you. Um, the What do you do to supplement their socialization? you know, their social development and the friends and that aspect. Because that's probably, uh, you know, is that that's one of the biggest changes in choosing to homeschool is they're not with their peer group and they're not interacting on a regular basis. So how do you complement that? Because I know different homeschoolers do it different ways. What have you found that supports your kids? Um, we I have found a homeschooling group that, that's in our area that we will get together with um, and do um, field trips or go to the park so the kids are getting mm-hmm. some interaction that way. So that's one thing. Um, they also have extracurricular activities. They have, um, my boys have um, Cub Scouts. Um, my daughter has a, a program she attends at church. Actually, both my, all my daughters do. Um, so so they, church, church, church. They get church. church. Mm-hmm. Um, they do they play sports and, and and we haven't done any music lessons. It's something I'm looking at, mm-hmm. looking to add. Um, mm-hmm. But being that we're just still fairly new at this, it was I didn't want to sure. overwhelm. Is it, an option, <laughs> is it an option in your area to do part homeschool part? public school as they are in those middle and um, high school years? Um, no. Um, it's, okay. it's really not. Um, now, okay. we have, if you do homeschool, I, Georgia does have very, um, this, there's not a whole lot I have to keep track of or reporting issue to the state. So that makes mm-hmm. it nice because they really can, they do have public, um, like public homeschool, but um, it makes it uh, really easy for parents that want to do homeschool and do their own curriculum. So I really have mm-hmm. the ability to pick and choose what I want. Um, mm-hmm. But but no, we don't have that. And if you want to play sports, you have you have to be. If you want to play on your school team right now, we don't. You have, have to it. be in the public school. You have yeah. to be in the public school. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. You know, there's things that we look to add. And as far as other activities that my kids do, I, I think they'll tell you that they actually see their friends more and have more playtime than they did when they yeah. were in school. <laughs> Sounds like it, considering what <laughs> you were noticing. You know, oh. and as a mom, that's pro- probably my biggest worry is because my kids are done with their work, especially when my type two, who's just a little efficient worker, she just gets she wakes up and she knows exactly, okay, I'm going to, you know, she she goes and gets stuff out of the way that she knows she can do on her own. And mm-hmm. she'll be done by, you know, before noon. And then they're outside 
jumping on the trampoline or playing. If it's a nice day, my kids love to be outside. So mm-hmm. they will be outside riding bikes, cool. playing. And, and thankfully, I have three that are all about the same age. They're not. They're yeah, that's just, true. And so they really kind of have their own little playmates to play with. Um, yeah. For someone who has just one child or two children at home with a, an age down, that, yeah. that I could see where that would be more of a challenge. Okay, so my second of my last two questions is what um, what one tip would you give to parents who are considering homeschooling? I, I think the biggest um, thing that a parent could do, a mom especially, is to understand their own energy type. And, okay. And know what that, that means. Um, to them. Sure. I was going to ask you about that. How has that helped you? Um, knowing my own energy has helped me just know myself better, for one. Um, healing the inner child has been a big part of that. And the child whisper itself, not only has it helped me with my children, but it's helped me to see, you know, to heal those things as a child that, mm-hmm. that I may had not gotten the emotional support that I needed. Um, mm-hmm. But that's also helped me because when my type 2 does act out, I see myself in her and I realize she's just sure. reflecting back to me things that, um, you know, that I I need to love and accept for who I am and that mm-hmm. it's okay to be me. Um mm-hmm. Well, I love that answer because I wouldn't have expected that to be your answer, but it, I get it because if you don't know yourself, there's no way you could manage this successfully because you'd be at odds with yourself. Right, and knowing knowing your own type and how it reflects with the different types, that that's why it's so important that we know ourselves. Yeah, um, yeah. And I learn things every day. I... I, it's a constant learning um, process. Uh, I mean, I've known my energy type for four years, but there are still things every single day that I learn. Every new resource mm-hmm. that you put out on your blog or, you know, video or recording, I when I listen to it, I'll have those aha moments. So I think that, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's something we're always learning, and the more we learn about the different types and how mm-hmm. we all interrelate to each other, it mm-hmm. helps me to to know my tendencies for one, and how I might react to a to someone who's maybe a type four that's being very critical. How I can mm-hmm. interpret that so I'm not so I'm as a type two not being offended, but actually understanding and what they're trying to communicate or there's so many different scenarios with different types but the more we know about ourselves and all the types themselves just it just all starts clicking and the more and more you Mm -hmm. learn and bits and pieces are kind of revealed to you I feel like there's it always there's always amazes me that things come to me at just the right moment I mm-hmm. oh, never thought of that before, and that just makes sense. I understand why, you know, you know, especially with relationships. 
um, mm-hmm. understanding one another. And um, my type three daughter, I, I, when she was a young child, she was very, very active. And people would always say to me, oh, we just wait till she's a teenager, you know, as a toddler, she's like this, you're going to have your hands full. And yet I look back and I think, I mean, right now I have a wonderful relationship with my type three daughter. Yeah. And yeah, we, I want to, you I, shared with me before we started the show that she's on the varsity um, championship basketball team. <laughs> yeah, as a 10th grader. And she's <laughs> yeah, I think she's um, using her high energy in an amazing way. <laughs> yeah, you know, with her, you don't tell her, you have to be careful what you say no. Like, you don't tell her she can't do something because she'll go prove you wrong. Um, yeah. And so I... I've learned to just love and appreciate that about it. As a three-year-old, she did give me quite a few heart attacks, and I wish I would have known this information back then. It would save me a lot of of anxiety. But um, she just has always been, you know, a go-getter. And and being able to honor that and not trying to stifle that, um, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad we just let her blossom. But, yeah, she... um. Last year, she was asked to come play on the lacrosse team. She'd never played lacrosse, and she was a freshman. And they just have one varsity team. So she said, sure. She would go out, you know, she'd go. um, She showed up to play, and we bought her a stick and, you know, the things that she needed. And she thought, oh, she probably wouldn't get much playing time because she'd never played before. She didn't even know the rules of the game. And... I don't know, two weeks later, she was starting in the game, you know, and, <laughs> and it was just like, well, you know, it's just so, it's been so fun to see her go after what yeah. she really wants. Yeah. Anything with that? Yeah, and what a fun to that kind of, that's a great uh, kind of addition to your homeschooling because you get to go to all her events. I mean, that's another, yeah. it, it adds a, a, a little bit of a balance to your experience. Well, my, my last question, we um, have a couple minutes, so this is very type 3 question. Name one action our listeners can take in the next 24 hours to improve their homeschool experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one action. Um, I, I would say if they have a question or trying to understand their their children's types is, to go to the to your blog, you know the Carol blog or the Child Whisper blog, and and search for resources on there and watch videos, and they're pretty quick. That's just something pretty well, quick. Well, and I didn't even and, I didn't even tell you to say that. I appreciate that, but that makes no. sense because I believe I feel both blogs are just a wealth of support, and that is something yeah, I, easily done in the next twenty four hours. Yeah, it's something easy and. Easily accessed um, and quick, <laughs> um, you know, to to just um, to yeah, just whatever more resources. Whatever you're feeling challenged by in your homeschooling experience, um, go to the blogs, and there most likely will be a post that will support you in getting more answers and being able to implement change. Great answer. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. So, You're well, welcome. it's been a delight. I, I just love it. We can kind of hear your experience from the very origin of your 
I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful and I trust that our listeners, that there will be many that listen to this that are in this quandary of, you know, should I, shouldn't I? You know, you gave a lot of um, sharing your own story will add insight and, and support others in their quest and their process of what's right for their own children. Because I'm neutral on the matter. I don't say one's better than the other. Um, I don't look at education that way. I feel... What you know, the the question to ask is what's best for my child, and as you mentioned, what am I able to support? You know, am I um, someone that can really show up and support my children in this experience? So you, you've done a. I really appreciate the detail sharing you've done today. You've given a lot of um, great examples of, through your own experience of what this process is like and. Yeah, my, my, okay, I do have one more question. I would assume that you're open to the fact that at some point some of your children may go back into public school. So you're not opposed actually, to that. No, actually, um, my, my type 4 daughter that is doing the online homeschool, mm-hmm. um, she, she also plays basketball, um, and so mm-hmm. she's, been contemplating she knows that if she wants to play on the school team yeah interesting she would have to enroll back in public school yeah and it's something she's actually deciding right now um that's something and again we're as parents that's going to be her her choice her decision sure the nice thing is she does decide to do that she has quite a few credits so she will go in you know be enrolling in high school um Mm-hmm. At with more credits, you know, as farther along. Um, yeah. So we'll give her a little bit more authority to pick which classes she wants to take. But that's something we are, I, we are open to. Yeah, it, um, it positions things very differently for her because just that alone will deem a lot of respect. You know, teachers respect that and kids. So yeah, I if I could just her. add that if there are any moms out there that are contemplating whether or not they can do this, that, and I I remember thinking the same thing, and I would just say, go for it. If you're feeling that and you know in your heart that's what you need to do to, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for whatever reasons it may be, um, you just know that you know what's best for your child and that you, um, that things as homeschooling is a very different experience than public school and yeah. there are so many options out there and um, there really is quite a bit of support. Um, there's so many more yeah. people I think. That, that, that's for sure which it, it's which is a whole not you know based like 10 years ago it's a whole other world with homeschooling experience. Well thank you so much for taking time with us today. Um, I appreciate you being my guest today. Oh, you're welcome. It's been my pleasure. Thanks. Thanks for everyone listening to today's show. Um, We'll be back next week. And I appreciate Stacey again and um, just the wisdom that she was and and life, true life experience that she shared so beautifully. And my, my hope is that it will help you in the process of choosing what's correct for your children in their education experience. So thanks for listening to today's show.
For more information on Carol's revolutionary Child Whisperer parenting system, go to www.thechildwhisperer.com where you can learn more about purchasing her groundbreaking parenting book, The Child Whisperer. That's www.thechildwhisperer.com. To submit questions to Carol Tuttle's Child Whisperer show, email your questions to parenting at liveyourtruth.com. That's parenting at liveyourtruth.com. Thank you for being a part of today's show. 